Have you decided yet that it's mother's turn? Welcome to your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby, an empowerment coach at ValSelby.com, and I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. And I have my friend Elizabeth here, Elizabeth Hughes Callison from It's Mother's Turn. And I'm really excited to have her here because she's in that same spot where she's decided that it is her turn in life as well. And she wants to take you on that journey with her. Thank you for being here, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me, Val. So I am excited because we've got a lot to talk about and um, listeners, she, Elizabeth is really one of my friends. So we were chatting for, um, let's see, it looks like 17 minutes before we started, started our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I got a little bit excited about a bunch of different stuff. So I'm trying to take back down and to some of the topics that we came here to discuss today. But Elizabeth, can you tell me, tell our listeners a little bit about what you do at It's Mother's Turn? Yes. Um, It's Mother's Turn. I developed, I decided that I wanted to write and help mothers during the time that they were raising kids. And even after they hit their 40s and 50s and 60s and didn't and had emptiness that they needed to learn that they came first that they needed to take care of themselves and I decided to neglect that during most of the time that I was raising my kids and it wasn't until my 40s that I realized that I had to start taking care of myself, but I didn't even know what that looked like or what that meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after I, decades of not doing it, right? It's like after decades that? of not doing it, and after realizing that women had always taken care of their families, mm-hmm. they were always expected to take care of their families, take care of the village, mm-hmm. and help 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 people that that's the nurturing part of a woman and i i had an event that happened in my 40s that i was i became um i got sick um i had some problems with my heart and i had to have open heart surgery and my kids were little at the time And I didn't know how that was going to turn out. We had no guarantees, although they they gave us like a 75% chance that I, that the surgery would be successful and that there'd be no lasting problems. Which is really Um, good odds if it's not happening to you. Right. (laughs) Those are, those are very good odds, but when they're happening to you, it sounds like the death sentence. Yeah, because all all I focus on is that 25%. I'm trying not to, but I'm gonna. (laughs) Right. But that's what, that's what you focus on. And mine were congenital heart defects that I didn't, um, oh, uh, doctors always told me I had a heart murmur, but Mm -hmm. it was more than that. And it has, um, left me with, um, a heart condition that wears me out and that I have to be careful. But I didn't know, I didn't know how to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And so as I got older and started researching what self-care meant, where you would think that would be an easy topic, but it wasn't for me. And I don't think it'd be for most moms, 
um, especially when you have children and then they get into the teenage years and they're busy and you want to be available for them, you want to be around for them. How do you find time for yourself? Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't even know what to do. And there wasn't many books written about it at that time. Now it's a topic that I feel like is, um, is talked about and is talked about all the time. And I feel, find that good. So my, I wanted to tell my story to help inspire women, to help inspire mothers who were going through some really trying times like we all do when we are raising kids and being worn out and not knowing, not even being able to find um, their, their place in life. Right. Not even knowing where to start. I know back then I would go through bouts of taking care of myself and then totally fall off the wagon, you know, and be frazzled and just living in the moment to take care of everybody else. And then I would have to try and figure out how to start again, you know, and it seemed like I was in that all or nothing mode back, back in those days, there was no um, balance. I know balance is such an overused word. There was, if I'd had nice, easy steps, I think that that would have helped me a lot. Yes. Thinking that I I had to do grandiose ideas. Right. And I think that's, that was, that was my, when I saw, thought of self-care, this is what I thought about. I thought about going and having a massage. Mm -hmm. Well, we couldn't afford for me to go and have a massage. Right. Or a spa Um, day or, or, or a weekend with the girls or yeah, that's it, right. it is. Yeah. I, I'd have friends sometimes say, Well, why you come to Chicago? Because I live in central Illinois. So why you go to Chicago with us? Well, we did have money for a hotel. Right. We did we just, you know, we didn't have money yep. for that. And and most families don't have a lot of extra disposable cash. And especially not that they're going to spend, the mothers are not going to spend not on that themselves. They're gonna, right. Not that they're going to spend on themselves. Yeah. If they have it, they're going to spend it on their family. Yeah. And yeah. I, and those are the only type of things that I think of myself. I would maybe go to a woman's conference, but I'd be as worn out when I came back from that as I was. Well, staying at home, to be honest. Oh, and I can't even imagine because then I'm wondering. Um, you'll have to, you'll have to tell me because I did, I never went to any. But I, well, then I would think then, then you've got all of these ideas in your head, and did you come home like feeling yes. worse because you're like, but I'm not doing any of these. <laughs> yes, and that, and that was that was be how I I feel. I went to one for brothers once, and I got all these cool things about um, how to do 30 days of meal of freezer meals. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I'm going home and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna get the containers. I had, I found all of the, that booklet that I had on freezer meals, that was before Pinterest, uh, cleaning out stuff in our house now. I just <laughs> found that. <laughs> and I thought, oh, there's all my notes, you know. so. <laughs> Yes, I'd come back and 
I would be tired from maybe the drive to another city and I would be filled with energy of ideas and reality would hit me when I walked in the door. All right. Right. Exactly. You're like, okay, well, that was great. Now here's the real life and yeah, the real responsibilities. <laughs> I had, I had like, and I think a lot of mothers did this. I, I think a lot of mothers can relate to, I had a, um, calendar that was color coded with each child. Mm -hmm. myself my husband and family I had a chore listing um, that was always up and you know the kids got stars when they were little but they got minus points you know when they were mm -hmm. older and you know there was all sorts of things like that but it was only after my kids left home and I thought and my health actually got worse, that I realized there had to be, there had to be something. I had to do something. Definitely, and, and that's when it was hitting me was the fact, um, you know, I'd, I'd always known that I, for lack of a better phrase, I lived for my family. It was, being a mom was one of the only things that was the constant throughout, as far as I can remember, I always wanted to be a mom. Right. So right. I put everything into it and we did make that choice. But then when they didn't quote need me anymore, I was so lost. Yes. Yes. And you are, you're really lost. Now I always said my husband and I were thrilled to have the time that I was lost. Mm -hmm. I was lost because I didn't, I missed my kids. Mm -hmm. They were at college. I missed them. Um, I did have a move, both of them moved back at different times, but they're gone now. I mean, yeah. they are gone now, <laughs> but anyway, but I started realizing that I just needed to take five or 10 minutes a day for myself. So when you're taking those five or 10 minutes a day, what are you, what are you doing personally? And what do you suggest that other women are I, doing? I do a lot of journaling. That's one thing I do. And I have been known to set a, um, to set a, 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 a timer and mm -hmm. set it for 10 minutes and just write. Yeah. Write out everything that's going through my head. And that, that helps me. That helps to calm me down and helps me to get my thoughts on paper so I can look at them. I also meditate every day. Yeah. And I can't remember, do you journal in the morning or do you journal? I usually journal in the morning now. Okay. When I first started that, I was doing it whenever I felt I needed a break. So a lot of times it was at night. Mm -hmm. I also, I love to read. And I found out I kind of put reading on hold mm -hmm. while I raised my kids. I love yeah. to read all types of all types of books. So I I would s specifically spend a certain amount of time a night before I went to sleep um, reading, and that would help to calm calm me down. But I have since then taken it to another depth in that I schedule my self care as much as I can. Mm 
Mm -hmm. And I may do, um, I do stretching exercises for five minutes. I walk outside and just look at my neighborhood, be mm -hmm. grateful for everything I have. I take deep breaths of the fresh air and I'll do this even in the winter when it's cold and um, I may not get actually in the snow, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll stand at my door with it open just to smell that cold air mm -hmm. and to smell the hot air. Um, I also keep a gratitude journal and every day when I wake up, I write five things down that I'm grateful for. I also write what my goals are. And I don't really call them goals. They're dreams that I have that I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And I write those down. And I use Rachel Hollis's um, version of that, that system of being grateful and, and dreaming. Mm -hmm. And I have some pretty outlandish dreams. <laughs> I hear ya. I've decided that if it's popping in my head, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. I'll never forget the first time someone had me do that, like eight, almost eight years ago, was to write down a hundred things that I that I would like to see happen in my life. Mm -hmm. And I did that, and um, I couldn't come up with a hundred things because I thought because I would think, oh no. That would never be possible. And that yes, was. That and was yeah. Impossible. And then you try and figure out how you'd make it happen. And then you're down this road of it's not a dream. Right, right, right. Then you're down this road and all at <laughs> once. But there's so much that self care. Taking a long bath, if you have a chance, or I'm not so much a bath person as I am a shower person. Just letting that water, that warm water, pulsate on your body mm -hmm. and melt the stress away. I use essential oils also. That's another thing. I always have something going in whatever room I'm in. I have a, um, a diffuser in, mm -hmm. in every room. So I also turn, specifically turn off my electronics. I put my phone on do not disturb. I've been working at doing that. Um, like, like tonight, I just need to decompress with paper and pen, and yes. I need to set the phone aside for sure. Because otherwise, I've gotten in this really stinking bad habit. I've got video games on my phone again, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wasting so much time playing these silly games that aren't even all that fun, but I get addicted to them. <laughs> We all do. I mean, social media came out, and Facebook came out, and all of those games that you could play that were real quick. Yep. I got real addicted to them. Oh, you know, absolutely. Farmville. I used to have my oh, kids go yes. into my Farmville and take care of my farm for me if I was not home, and they were. It was that bad. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I was at, I, this should have been, been a hint to me when I was at, uh, or a clue when I was at a friend's house one night for dinner, it was time for me to 
um, do my harvest my crops uh -huh. and my kids were available and I asked if I could log on to their computer so <laughs> that should have been the clue because they never have let me forget that oh for sure yeah it's like <laughs> yeah and my kids are the same way it's like oh my goodness and and so it's funny because we're talking about it because now I'm pulling it up in my head going delete the stuff from your computer you're letting it happen <laughs> right right and that's I'm, not self-care for me it'd be different if it was a video game that I was like really enjoying and that's my downtime but it's not right. my downtime it's right my, it's my oh gosh I have to log in it's been an hour my hotel is gonna close <laughs> yes yes or, or you know, my my um, restaurant's going to close yep. because I didn't make any new food. Exactly, <laughs> totally not self care for me. I I've even thought about finding maybe if there's some kind of video game that I would enjoy, but I assume that they all probably want you to log in yes. Yes. regularly. That's how they're going to get you. But um, yeah, I need to delete it because. If I did, then maybe I'd have time to actually read the books that are on my Kindle waiting for me. Yes, yes, maybe you would. You see, now, all my books are on Kindle, and people say, well, how do you read because that's a screen? Well, it, it's on nighttime when I read, so it's a dimmer screen, so it's not a bright screen. It doesn't keep me awake. I do have hardback books also because I still like the fill of paper. Yeah. I like to turn the pages. But most of my books are on Kindle. But that doesn't bother me. No, it's I switched to the Kindle because, and, and I absolutely love the real books, but I had to switch because I found I'd get super sleepy. And then I had to get up because I don't have a nightlight. I don't have a light next to my bed. I'd have to get up go turn off the light and then get back into bed. So then I'm more awake again. Right, right. Well, I, when I was reading the actual books, that disturbed my husband. And if I wanted to read longer, because I did want to get out of bed and go to another room because that defeated the purpose. Yeah, so yeah. the Kindle really has helped with that. But I, I got, a, I made a mistake by getting a, Kindle Fire tablet. Oh and no! I loaded, I loaded all the apps on it, and after a while, I realized, well, that that I've just defeated the purpose of the Kindle completely. Yeah, yeah. I and have so a really old. I have a really old paper white, so <laughs> it doesn't have anything on it. But I mean, and it's if if you try and do anything except for read the book, it's really really slow. So. I've thought about upgrading, then and I look at it, and I'm like, no, this is seriously just for reading. <laughs> yes, yes. And so when if my Kindle Fire ever goes out, it will just be a plain Kindle, because that is what I started with. And then I thought, oh, I'm on the Kindle Fire. But anyway, I, yeah. you know, I digress. So I well, about. yeah, no, then you're, yeah, you're, you're back down that whole thing of all those distractions and right. defeating your purpose. And, and I found out, I just found out I was defeating the purpose. Now, I'm not much of a television watcher of network TV, but I do like to watch Netflix. Yeah. And I like to watch Amazon Prime and there's certain shows. And those could be relaxing. Those could be very relaxing for me if I sit and just watch a couple episodes of a series. Yeah, my, when my husband and I watch stuff, we're, we're pretty good at that because if he's tired, he's just like, we're, I'm going to bed. Are you, are you staying up? 
and I've gotten really good at not staying up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> I used to be really bad. It's when he's on shift. Um, uh, well, you know, but listeners, he's a firefighter. So when he's on right. shift, that's when my trouble starts because then the dogs and I are on the couch, the recliner's up. And next thing I know, I've watched an entire season of something on, of something. on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I go back and forth on whether or not that's a good idea. I think I need to get in the habit of reading again. I, I think I would be. See, and we've talked about this before. My husband works for the city of Decatur. And he does, he's not, uh, he's in the municipal services area. So the only thing he has for shift work if it happens is if we have two or more inches of snow. Mm-hmm. And so if we do, and he has to go in and his shift is from um, 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. And here I am in a really quiet house and I think of all the things I can get done. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now try having that nine times a month, you know, that you're going to get that. It's so, it, it's bad for me. I. I'm going to work on it and I'm especially going to work on it because in like we we're talking about the evening stuff, this is perfect to segue into your design and nighttime routine for happy, healthier you, which I will be part yes. of because I cycle through my bad habits at night and I know when I follow what you have already taught us before that it really does work and you've made it super simple to follow as well. It's and I, I have tried to make this very simple, but it, it and it's took me a couple of years to get to the point. I found out that I was being tested for um, sleep apnea. And so that was one of the things that they wanted to test me for. Now, all the results came back inconclusive. inconclusive so I guess I, they decided I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. But um, I knew I wasn't sleeping well. Oh, my brain just talked to me all night long Mm -hmm. so I um didn't know how to shut it off well I finally figured out that I had to shut myself down Mm -hmm. so I have a pretty strict nighttime routine and it not there's not much that will make me deviate from it I, I start to shut down and this sounds really early but I shut down between 6.30 and 7 every night. And my phone goes on, do not disturb. And I am there for my family. Mm-hmm. And so my husband and I, you know, we may watch TV, we eat dinner, we talk. He can be on his phone and that doesn't bother me. Um, he can do whatever he, he, he wants because I know that's relaxing for him. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But I have shut down, I started shutting down my brain. If it's really not wanting to um, let go of things, then I start writing and I start journaling. So that might be twice a day I journal mm-hmm. just to do that. And then, then, although I do some meditation in the morning, I do most of my meditation at night. Yeah. And so that's what I, that's what I try to teach in the, in, in this workshop is people, people just need to 
figure out a time that they want to shut the shut their the outside life. world down. Yeah, mm -hmm. and start and start getting restful. Mm -hmm. Maybe take a bath. Maybe take a shower. And like I said, I use essential oils, so I have a lavender going in the diffuser at night. And I do, um, I read. And when we get in bed, most nights I sleep real well. I do have nights, of course, that my brain will wake me up and say, okay, let's talk about something. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there's obviously something major and going on. and Right, and that's just, you know, and something's going on, and I, I will have to get up, and usually the way I can take care of it is to start reading my book again. Yeah. But in this in this workshop, I also talk about your bedroom and your and your bed and your pillows because those those are important. If you don't have a comfortable bed and if you don't have a comfortable pillow, then that's going to keep you awake also because mm -hmm. your body can't get comfortable. And when people ask me what did I get for Christmas, I'll say. My husband and I bought each other new pillows. Right. We went online and we researched pillows and we bought more expensive ones this year. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love my pillows and I absolutely love my bed. My bed is the most comfortable bed I've ever had. And even when I, we go to expensive hotels, I'm like, I can't wait to get home to my bed. And we didn't spend yes. a ton on it. Um, it's just perfect for me. So. Right. And we, we got a new mattress a few years ago, and it's just been wonderful. And so now it was time to get new pillows. Mm -hmm. And even, even if you don't have the money to spend for more expensive pillows, you still can get good quality pillows like what you need um, at Walmart. Or yeah, at and especially if your pillows are like previously back in back in the days of children I could have a pillow yes. for I don't even want to pretend how many years it could have been it could have been many years that I'd have a pillow it's so broken down and nasty right there was right. nothing to it yes <laughs> and I could have spent 10 bucks and got a new one yes <laughs> yes and you see and I I learned I have finally learned over the last several years that I need to change my pillow every so often I just do. I need to get a new one because yeah. they get so broken down. Mm -hmm. And and the pillow really makes a difference. And I will say these new pillows that we got really made a difference. But Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to go through that part because when you ran it last time, I hadn't been living in this house very long. And so there was still boxes and there are still boxes, but there was still boxes yes. all over in the bedroom. I'm like, I can't make my bedroom more peaceful right now. It's just right, not gonna right, work. Right, right. <laughs> so this time I'm going to actually be able to go through that part of it. And I do have to say there have been some nights where I've gotten the pillows off of the guest bed and put them in my bed and that should be a hint that, that I probably that should go get new pillows. <laughs> why the, there's not many guests here. <laughs> yes, yes. So yes. why are those pillows sitting there for a guest that's some ghost not sleeping on them obviously? <laughs> you know, and, and it's amazing how something as simple as a pillow can make that much difference. 
-hmm. but it can. It's amazing how how simple to turn off technology mm -hmm. can make a difference. I know even the, just making sure that I wash this, the sheets at a certain time every every week. Yes. Helps yes. because having the brand new fresh smelling sheets helps. Yes, that helps me too. I love love the fresh sheets. And to also make sure that your sheets don't have a lot of wrinkles in them to yeah. have tight because your body will find every wrinkle that's in those <laughs> oh for sure yes <laughs> so it, it wouldn't take it doesn't take anything no <laughs> uh, so there's, there's just so many things that we can do as mothers that only are going to take us five to ten minutes mm -hmm. and, get and they're not going to cost a lot and they're not going to cost a lot and just like I said, exercising, you know, get up and maybe exercise. Um, you can't sit all day. If you, if you work outside the home, which I did, I worked outside the home. I couldn't sit all day, but I think there were days when I pretty much tried. Yeah. Get up and take a walk. Mm -hmm. You know, do some stretching exercises. Mm -hmm. And um, that that is so good for your body it's so good for your health anyway and also not watch watching your diet and what you eat not so much trying to lose weight but just watching what you put into your body at night mm -hmm. caffeine is not not a good idea mm -hmm. and they say after two o'clock and i was guilty of drinking diet cokes <laughs> three or four all the way up until I went to bed oh goodness yeah see and I then, I have a caffeine and stimulant sensitivity that I learned about uh, goodness at least eight years ago maybe ten I was having panic attacks and so I correlated it to that so I've even gotten so bad I can't have caffeine after 12 for sure but I can't right. really have it and it's it's amazing how many people are having caffeine all day. Yes. Saying it doesn't affect them and then complaining about sleep issues. Yes. Yes. Like, and I, you know, I said, oh, the caffeine doesn't affect me at all. I go right to sleep. Oh, yeah, I went right to sleep, but I wasn't staying asleep. Right. As I say, you go right to sleep and then at 1.30. <laughs> yes. You're awake. Uh, and you're yeah. awake until right before the alarm's going to go off exactly yeah yes. checking checking your phone constantly going what time is it yes is it? <laughs> yes and checking your phone and we've become such a difficult society that but it's okay if we don't answer that one call you know it's okay if we don't play that one game yeah. or answer that one email or text message and i i just make sure my phone also notifies me when it's time for me to stop reading mm -hmm. and um I, i'm not always real good about paying attention to it but uh right, right. But following I, through is a different story <laughs> but i'm usually within 15 to 20 minutes of after it's notified me so i've got i've gotten to that point where you know, I, I'm starting to feel sleepy enough that I know it's time 
from reading. I'm not going to remember what I read. I'm going to have to reread it. So I right. <laughs> Exactly. So you're not you're not really reading anyways if you have to read right, the same right. paragraph over and over again. Awesome. So um, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the information for the design a nighttime routine for a happy, healthier you in the show notes, everybody. And I do have a coupon um, to offer as well from Elizabeth. I am going to be taking it again. Uh, I I always I need to reboot. It's just a thing. I have sleep issues because I like to be up in the evenings. I like the night. I like the quiet, which is ridiculous because my house is pretty quiet all day long now. Um, <laughs> it's a habit. I just, I just, yeah, it's just a, a bad yeah. habit and I get into it. And so I'm looking forward to doing this again on February 10th and improving on habits that I've already thankfully been putting yes, into yes. place from the last one. And, and I'm more I'm conscious. I'm 100% conscious of the fact that if I'm up binge watching Netflix or if I'm doing something that I know is going to hinder my sleep, that I'm making that choice. Yes. And that's, and that's the, that is the big thing. And listening to your body, your body's going to tell you an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, you found out about caffeine, what it, how it, um, affects you listening to your body and if you don't take that time to listen to your body if you don't take five or ten minutes a day to listen to what your body's trying to tell you then you're never going to hear I mean you're just like if you don't take the time to listen to what a family member is telling you right you're not going to take the time yeah to hear it you're not going to know you're going to miss out yeah Exactly. And I decided that I didn't want to miss out anymore, my family. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of traveling now. And um, I say it's because I can, I'm, I'm healthier. I work harder at my self-care. Yeah. I can do the traveling and nice. see my kids and be with them. Right. So much traveling. Yay. Awesome. So before we wrap this up, of course, you already know, but I have to ask everybody when they're here, what is your damn it? And for those of you that might be new to the podcast, um, your damn it is something that makes you uniquely you. It's just right down to your core, something that is you. And if you change it, you feel gross. (laughs) And miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one of your damnits? One of my damnits is social justice is important to me. Damn it. Passionate, passionate <laughs> I'm about passionate your social about justice. Exactly. My social justice. I know we've talked about it before. So is is there um how are you going to or are you using that for good? I have um I haven't started since since you ran the workshop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I just totally but put you on the I, spot too. <laughs> I have. I think social media burned me out on being very um, vocal uh-huh. about about yeah. social justice. Yeah. But I was vocal because I worked for not for profits for so long. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot, I worked mainly with people with disabilities and with mothers who were single mothers. Mm-hmm. And although I did the bookkeeping part, I still was part of that system. Right. 
And I became very passionate about fighting for those people. And I want to start again. And yeah. that's one of my goals for this new year is to start being in groups and start um, talking about things about, about single mothers and about people with disabilities. Right. Those are awesome. my yeah, and there's got to be quite a few different organizations you can check out about that. Yes, hopefully. yes, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your damn it, especially. Um, I know that's just one of multiple that you oh, yes, have. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But that's I, a big I, one. That's, that's the big one for me to get back into that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, share it with others for sure. Yes, share um, it with others. So, Thank you so much for being here. I am excited for everything that you have going on. Um, well, thank you. Going in the future here, what's what's going to go on? But we're going to start with the small. We're going to do the design a night team routine, everyone, and take your turn. It's time for you to take your turn. And that is something that I like to preach as well. And that's one of the reasons why Elizabeth and I really started connecting is because we have that similar mindset of we really believe that it's time for you to take care of yourself. And there's so many different ways that you can do it. Yes. Definitely check out her website. She's got other tips on there. Um, But thank you for being here, Elizabeth. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, Val. I appreciate this. Thank you. So thank you for joining us today. Continue to listen in the coming weeks as we jump into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.